Welcome along to uh, the Alan Lake Show. Lake Show, whatever you want to call it, that's fine. It's not the Ricky Lake Show, um, by the way. Um, it is. Uh, it's just. It's just the Alan Lake Show. So no need to get excited, and feel free to um, to switch over if you like. If you're listening live, switch over. If you're listening on the podcast, um, uh, choose the next annoying person in line, I guess. I hope you've had a wonderful day. Um, it has been absolutely battering it down, right, where I am. I'm so, I'm so annoyed. Because my car gets so... I love my car. I'm a man. And I got my dream car. And I love it so much. But it has so many problems. It really does. And, and I'm not alone. It's a problem with the car. So why so many people love Teslas? I, and the Model X in particular. I have no idea why. Um, but we do. I don't know what Model X is. It's, um, it's the one where the doors go up. You know, like in Back to the Future. So uh, they're called Falcon Wing Doors, you know. And um, and the thing is, if you get a little bit of dirt on the side of your car, and I live in the countryside, um, it'll open up a little bit, then it'll go beep, 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 as if there's something, you know, blocking there. The sensors have detected something blocking there. And it's not. You have to wash your car all the time. It's relentless. Am I getting buyer's regret now that I've had, uh, you know, for six months? No, of course not. It's awesome. These are the most common questions that I've been asked since I have owned a Tesla Model X. And I will just give you the answers. No, kids, it can't fly. Yes, parent, you're probably right. You can't afford it. All, 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 all the kids go crazy for it. They do. And this morning, it's a very awkward conversation. Now, I was lucky to get one, right? And I've, like I say, I've always wanted one. But the kids at school, one of them today said, Mummy, why can't we have one of those cars? And the mum turned around and just said, because we can't afford a luxury like that. And the thing about owning a, a car that everyone looks at is um, you like the fact that everyone's looking at it. You do, you do. It's simple as that. Although I do feel like a bit of a douche as well sometimes. Like I'm showing off. Like when I put both of the doors up and it looks like it's about to fly... I feel people are, are, are just going, why, why do you need both the doors up? You're only getting in one side. It's just easier to press the button. and have that. Any, Anyway, listen. If you think owning a Tesla Model X is uh, your goal in life, then that's fantastic. It was my only goal in life. But it does come with, um, you know, some side effects. So, uh, So there you go. There you have it. Now, with the pandemic, um, it is of no surprise whatsoever that some businesses will be closing down. And 
I mean, it's sad because some of the businesses that have shut down, you could say, well, do you know what? You know, that business was going to be shut down eventually. Um, the Internet's taken over with that type of buying and all this stuff. So, uh, so, so yeah, you can understand it. Uh, but I, I, ne- I never thought I would see the fall of John Lewis. I don't know. I just never thought I'd see it. But I'm reading this news article um, uh, on, on the BBC website. John Lewis warns of uh, painful store closures. And when a, a retail giant like John Lewis warns of painful store closures after the pandemic, uh, had seen that it's uh, it, uh, it, it reported its first ever annual loss. Right, this is first ever annual loss. How crazy is that? Completely understandable, though. Um, but um, they're not going to be able to bring back all of the stores when they reopen. Simple as that. Uh, the group swung to a loss of um, just over half a billion. For the year uh, to January, against profits of 146 million the previous uh, year. So, yeah, there you go. I mean, this is the problem with the pandemic: is you get you're making no money whatsoever. You're still paying rent, still paying electricity, you're still paying some people to go and work in there, um, and you are losing a lot of customers. See, to me, John Lewis is some somewhere where. People who think they're a little bit better than everyone else go. I wait, Trose. Those people have um, have found new places. They can go to, to websites and get charged double the amount um, that they would if they went on to Amazon. Some people are just like that. They really are. Uh, the retailer said it does not expect all of its department stores to reopen once lockdown restrictions ease. Uh, it has uh, previously been reported the chain was considering closing up to eight more stores to try and cut costs. Um, there's only 42 John Lewis shops, by the way. It seems like they're everywhere, but they're just they're just in in the big cities, aren't they? And I love John Lewis. One of my favourite stores. I mean, where I live, there's one in Cribs Causeway, you know, the big shopping mall in Bristol, 20 minutes down the road. And you can get into in into the actual mall um, multiple ways, There's a couple of entrances, but you can go in via the John Lewis way. And even though I never buy anything from John Lewis, I just love w- looking and, w- uh, you know, at the crock pots that you can make your casserole in that are 200 pounds, you know, the orange ones. And um, a coffee percolator I've seen in there the other day, which I thought would make perfect coffee for this here studio. Four hundred pounds. Found it on Amazon um, for uh, two hundred and ninety. So it's still it was nice to walk through. So I, I, I really hope if if you are going to close any. Don't close the Bristol one down, please. I beg of you, if it if it will help. I will buy a few things from it. I had the worst night's sleep last night. Um. Got a toddler. My watch is telling me that I've done something good today. What? Just have a wait for a second. You reached your move goal, Alan. Oh, I didn't even know I had a move goal, but it appears I do. Let's put that on silent. So um, I've got a toddler, and he's struggling a bit at the moment. Potty training, 
as a uh, a nightmare. I'm going to be honest. Started off, started off well. Now we're just standing in the middle of the room, and we, um, and uh, you know, I've never potty trained a boy before. Girls apparently are so much easier. Uh, the, as it as it, as it was, ex, was explained to me by um, Amy, my lady, girls will have a wee in their pants when they first start doing potty training, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I'm covered in my own wee," whereas a boy. Would be like, <laughs> wee wee. I'm not even going to tell anyone. Uh, he had a poo and a wee in his pants the other day. So then we're thinking, do we? Is it too early? Because because he, he's um, it's two and a half. And the other kids potty training at nursery, potty training at three. So it is, it's difficult. It is difficult, and I think the nursery are pressurizing us as well, and I don't like it. Because the woman at the nursery was very keen to talk about when we would be potty training him. And we felt almost forced to do it. And I think in reality, it has nothing more to do with the fact they don't like changing um, nappies. <laughs> you know? I know they've got to wipe the bums, but that's a lot easier uh, than, um, than wiping a, a pooey nappy. Trust me, I'm an expert in poo nowadays. So he struggles with that. But the reason I was up last night was um, he kept on screaming in his bedroom. He'd wake up and he would literally go, ah, ah, ah. So I'd run in, right? And then I have a little bet because he makes me stay in there most of the time. You know, I've, I put a little mattress down, down on the floor because I can't get into his bed. So I could just like put my hand on his belly, soothe him back to sleep and all that, right? Um, but he wasn't having any of, any of it, so he jumped out of the bed and pinned me down onto this like spare pull-up bed thing and was making so much noise every single time I tried to put him back into his bed. I couldn't wake the whole family up. So I spent about three hours being pinned down by a child that was asleep. Every time I moved him, he woke up and screamed. Um, so I had about three hours sleep. Actually, no, four hours. My watch says I've had four hours sleep. So there you go. Parenting is the hardest job in the world. And I know I talk about it a lot in the podcast. And if you haven't got kids, it is of no interest to you whatsoever. But I did a podcast so I could talk about my life. And uh, other stuff. So there you go. Have you heard of techno signatures? I don't mean... Techno, 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 techno. Although, I guess I haven't read the full article yet, so it could be. Techno signatures. Uh, here's how scientists are looking, um, or, or going to look, forgive me, uh, for intelligent alien life. What if they find some aliens who um, have mental disabilities and a really low IQ? Are they just going to pretend they haven't seen those ones because they're only looking for an intelligent alien life? A new research paper, oh, bored already, uh, has suggested that a range of clues which scientists could use to detect civilizations on distant planets. Um, just reading how they do it now. To date, the search for alien life has been 
uh, based on biosignatures, uh, molecules or isotopes, uh, which would indicate the presence of ancient life, new features, uh, could be uh, the focus for this um, search in the uh, in the future. Don't if you can hear that above me right now. But there is a uh, let me look. Oh, it's a Chinook, an army Chinook. They're flying the vaccines uh, around the country. The RAF, um, just, no, not the army. Loud, uh, which is cool. I, I, I googled it the other day. Why do I keep having Chinooks flying over me? And that's why it was. Uh, anyway, this new way of doing things um, means um, means that they they do actually feel like if there is alien or intelligent life out there, um, then um, you know they're going to find it. Searching for extra extraterrestrial um, intelligence has been a focus of mankind for more than a century. With, with astronomers in the uh, early 1900s suggesting humanity might contact Martians using radio signals. There are no people, uh, there are no aliens on Mars, I don't think. I mean, we've got a little rover running around now. Imagine like that little rover was running around Mars and all of a sudden you see a squirrel. <laughs> a squirrel that doesn't need oxygen. Evolution and all that. I mean, that would be, that'd be, that'd be the, the best evolution. Because I've heard a lot about evolution recently. So I have no wisdom teeth. Hey, you know, is it because you're not wise? No, the dentist said it's evolution. And, um, you know, I'm more evolved. This one is awkward, so I'll say it very quickly and I'll never mention it again. Uh, my seven-year-old has started, started to go through the change, um, which I thought was really young, but we Googled it. I asked my mum and she said, hmm, no. It used to be around about 10, but now 7 and 8. Evolution is even making girls <clears throat> become women earlier. So why can't we evolve to not need oxygen? How much easier would life be if we didn't have to breathe? You know, I, honestly. Now, you're probably thinking, well, well, how, well how's that going to work? Well, I'm no scientist. Get scientists to figure it out. I just put the ideas out there and, you know, there you go. I mean, Elon Musk doesn't go, team, I want a self-driving car that can go um, from A to B. Um, and then what I want it to do is um, compute this. And then on when it gets to that point, send that data back, retrieve that data radar that bit he just tells them i want a car that can self-drive that's what i'm doing now i want to uh, be able to not have, have have to breathe and by the way that isn't a call for someone to come and shoot me i still want to live um alien civilizations may uh, yet to be flourished in the solar system other than our own and new scientific papers from a researcher uh in some place i can't pronounce um, includes a several techno signatures um, thing that could indicate the presence of civilizations. I'm bored of this now. I'm more into my own idea of not having to breathe. By the way, next week, there are loads of ways you can listen to what you're listening to right now. Uh, you can listen to it um, on the radio. 
um, podcast, which is um, where I guess a lot of you are joining me from. Uh, but from next week, I th- I think we're going to have this place kitted out in time for it to be video. Um, now, yeah, I know. Why should you want to see my face? It's just an option, isn't it? You know, it's an option. I feel like I can gesticulate to a camera. Um, anyway, listen, so we're working on that. And hopefully that'll be uh, Monday. So it's the 11th uh, today. So it'll be Monday, whatever number that is. There are some people out there right now who really need to buy a cap. And I'm talking um, men, mainly. Oh, by the way, do you know what? Uh, A friend of ours at school called, uh, I think her name's Cara. We're not, we don't go around each other's houses, but, you know, we, we've see, seen each other at school for the last four years. So, you know, uh, um, anyway, so Cara today, uh, her hair was really long and, and she'd done something with it. And, and I complimented her, her on her hair. Um, and um, she's she bats for the other team anyway. So, um, you know, I just want to tell her she's got nice hair. And um, she looked well chuffed that and so you you should compliment someone not not because you're trying to get in their pants because well my pants are already taken and her pants don't want anything to do with my pants um so i could just see the glow on her face you should try it today just compliment somebody just compliment someone you don't even know that well but make it real just from nowhere literally nowhere I love what you've done with your face today. I love your makeup. That kind of thing. Maybe not I love what you've done with your face today. But there's a lot of people out there who need to, need to go and buy caps. Because all I'm seeing on Facebook is um, people doing before lockdown hair and after lockdown hair. Uh, because all the barbers are shut. Luckily for me, you know, I can go down a secret back alley. Uh, I have connections in the Illuminati, uh, which allow me to uh, get my hair cut whenever I want. But I'm wearing a cap. I've been wearing a cap. I'm wearing a cap right now for the last few days because I don't know what's going on with my hair. I've got like, uh, what, what does my, my, my hairdresser call it? A triple crown? It just sticks up. And it sticks up so much because my hair's quite short at the moment. That I just look like a complete dick. So I'm having to cap it up. And I'm having to cap it up. As you can imagine this, right? I picked I picked the first cap that I could find. I've got a gap one, uh, another gap one, a um, generic one. And the one I'm wearing right now is a black one. Um, and it's got the, uh, it, it's from Tesla. It's just got the little T logo on it. Doesn't say Tesla. You know the little, little T logo that they got? I got it because um, I liked it. Um, And then when I got out of my car today, I realised I was getting out of my Tesla, wearing a Tesla cap. I might as well have worn a jacket that said Tesla. I felt embarrassed. I felt like an idiot. But there's lots of bad lockdown hairdos going um, around out there. 
But um, my favourite thing is to see the wives cut their husband's hair. I mean, my missus keeps keeps um, trimming my beard. I mean, we let the hairdresser... Oh, can I just say, in case you think there's anything like dodgy going on, really, I'm not a part of the Illuminati. My sister-in-law is a hairdresser. She owns a salon, which is shut, obviously. Uh, and it's a bit of a bummer, really, because she only opened it in um, b- 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 December. And then the lockdown happened. And um, she, like all but other businesses, have, have been struggling. So, um, you know, being my sister-in-law, she offered to cut my hair. And, um, you know, she, she always does a wonderful job. Wonderful job. But my missus will not let her touch my beard. Not because she can't do beards. Amy has got an obsession with cutting my beard. I've had a beard for about 10 years. I always keep it short. And when it gets a bit too long, get the electric razor, put it onto grade one. It's cut down, looking all even within two minutes. But, oh, no, mate, she's got all these little tools. She doesn't use a razor. She she cuts it, cuts it with, like, hair, hair cutting scissors. And then this little thing with, it looks like a cutthroat barber's thing, which is very scary. And, you know, and she, she, she obsesses over it. And the problem being is she cuts my beard so much. It is growing back bushier and bushier and bushy. We all know if you cut hair enough, it just keeps growing back even more. I mean, it's a hair is a weed, my friends. It is. Uh, but to all the men out there uh, who are walking around in caps, fair play. To all the men out there who aren't walking around in caps, Amazon have caps for 99p. Go and get one, you lazy so-and-so. Sorry, I just had to think about what I was saying there for a second. <sighs> right, this I heard today on the... Uh, radio in the car on the way to school. I had this in the news, and I thought I best find the actual news story. Read this. Uh, this is that. This is uh, under the um, the guise of um, of cancer or cancer research, should I say? But in reality, this could be used for so many little things. A tiny peel camera that can film tumors in the gut is being trialed by the NHS. This looks amazing. Uh, The capsule camera allows doctors to look for early cases of bowel cancer without carrying out any invasive hospital procedures. And it is, it's incredible. It really is. So you swallow this tablet like you would a normal tablet. It's about the same size as, you know, it's quite a large tablet, but I take large tablets anyway. And it goes through um your system it's got a camera on the front and it's just taking loads of pictures and then you poo it out and um you know they can basically see the inside of you i wonder if they have to like download it via an sd card which i don't think you could fit inside a pill or if they get live action that'd be quite funny if it was live i might swallow it for fun we're like, right, yeah, when we turn this into a, uh, a when you can get, we'll have an, a video option to watch this show. I'm going to get, cap, I'm going to get, I'm going to get pill. I'm going to put a screen behind me 
with the live action from the pill, and you can see my innards. See what I have for dinner. It's called the pill cam, and they are encased in a capsule to make them easier to, to digest. And it's uh, hoped that they can um, replace more invasive uh, methods of screening. This is this is insane. This is um, futuristic stuff. Around 11,000 patients across England will take part in the initial trial um, in more than 40 areas of the country. So this is actually serious business. When they normally do a trial, they do it with like, what, 10 people? Uh, Professor uh, Peter Johnson, the NHS Clinical Director for Cancer, hopes the new technology will save life. Well, do you know what? It's got to, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has to be. Uh, we think that this camera test uh, might be a better option than waiting for a normal colonoscopy. And I tell you what, who wants one of them? I mean, I had a doctor recently put a finger up my bum. And um, it that was all well and good until she turned around and went, Okay, and oh, I can feel a bit of stool there. And I did go before I went in, but it was so embarrassing. Why? I was like, why did you have to tell me that? You felt some poo up my bum. You're eating your dinner right now. I really hope you're enjoying it. Maybe, maybe perhaps you can have some chocolate for dessert. Something made a lot of sense to me after yesterday. Oh, what's that playing in my headphones? I get he- I get adverts playing in my headphones that you can't hear. And it's really annoying when I open a web page. Um, I was, um, we're talking about Piers Moron yesterday and how he stormed off of the show. And um, apparently it was real. He stormed off and he's left Good Morning um, Britain. And there's this new TV channel, a new um, news channel, which I, I don't know if it's launched or, or it's launching soon. I've not heard much about it, but it's called GB like Great Britain, news. And it's going to be a rival to Sky News and BBC News 24. Um, and they are... Um, every Everyone's saying, basically, Piers Morgan is joining GB News. This is, in fact, this is just speculation, but it seems like it's got a little bit of it. So good move for him. I mean, good move for GB News because it's it's a, it, it, it starts with zero doesn't it? It's a new channel. So it started with zero. And when you've got Piers Morgan joining in, that zero is going to quickly turn into a million. So fair play. Uh, After it was announced that Piers Morgan had permanently left his position on Good Morning Britain, speculation began almost immediately about whether he'd uh, land a role at the upcoming news organisation, GB News. GB News chairman, former BBC journalist Andrew uh, Neil, has uh, now said he'd be delighted to discuss a role at the channel with Piers. So there we go. That's where he's going. Uh, describing Piers' departure as a shame for ITV, Andrew told BBC News, uh, people uh, tuned in to Good Morning Britain because of him. This is true. They really did. I don't like the guy. But, you know, it was a dead show. It really was a dead show. And he brought it alive. Um, he goes on to say, it reminded me of the old... Days of Newsnight. People tuned in if Jeremy Paxman was doing it. Uh, if he wasn't, um, it wasn't so exciting. And it's the same about uh, Good Morning Britain. It's a real problem for ITV. Now they've lost him. ITV are screwed. ITV are not going to be able to replace him. And um, they, like, they're going to have to just go back to being... No, no, no opinions, just interviews with people about 
sad stuff and whatever they do in the morning. Uh, on whether he'd be happy to welcome Piers into the fold at GB News, uh, he continued, Piers would be a huge asset to GB News and we'll definitely um, look at that. We haven't started any negotiations yet, but we would certainly be delighted to talk to him if he's up for it. I think it's his only move. More, uh, if Piers Moron is listening to the show today, it's your only move. You will probably get offers from all of the channels. You'll get offers from Channel 5. They want to put you on on what was the right stuff. Now Jeremy Vine. Or they, you know, you're going to get offers from um, Channel 4. You know, offers from, from everywhere. I mean, you're probably going to be getting offers from the cooking channel. Babe Station have been on the phone and they're interested too. But what I'm saying is he could go to bigger channels, but he's still going to have that same problem where he's going to end up walking out. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there you go. GB News. Let's stick Piers Morgan on that and see what happens. I'm quite excited to see what this new GB News um, service is going to be like. I watch the news a lot, just so I can pretend to know what I'm on about when I'm on the radio. Right, time for a quick phone call, please. Um, who's that on line one? It's uh, Gary. Hi, Gary. What can I do for you? Nothing. Okay. Um... Anything you want to talk about on today's show? No. Crap. Hey, Gary, why do you sound like you're down a toilet? Um, because there's no telephone effect on the box. So I'm just going for the uh, old-fashioned radio one. Okay, Gary. Nice one. Anyway, Gary, you take care of, you, care of yourself and um, stay safe in these uh, uh, very scary times. Yeah, okay. Go f*** yourself. That was Gary. Right, that'll do then. Um, if you've been listening to this on the radio today live, enjoy what is ever coming up next. If you're listening on the podcast, though, um, please share um, this because I, I want as many people as I can to listen to the podcast. You know, I want to see what people's reactions are. If the reactions are bad, that's fine. It means I can work on making it better. So, uh, yeah. As I say, one way to contact me, Twitter. Look for Alan Lake. A-double-L-A-N-L-A-K-E. Love you. Oh, sorry. That's me, done and dusted, my little mustards. Love you. Ciao.